In 12-step recovery, we call that practicing these principles in all our affairs. Your values let you know where and when to set boundaries, so you don't allow yourself to get resentful. The next thing she said was, now I'll be rested up and ready to talk all evening. So she knows that she's going to be able to be fully present with her family. She's not going to be resentful of them because she set a boundary with them. Hi, I'm Barb Nangle. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery, where I help people heal their emotional, psychological, and spiritual wounds and make deep, lasting changes in their lives. I'm the founder and CEO of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting, LLC, where I coach people on how to develop healthy boundaries. On this podcast, I share my experience, strength, and hope from recovery. I don't support or endorse any particular 12-step recovery fellowship, and I don't claim to speak for any particular 12-step fellowship. I also don't believe that 12-step recovery is the only way to recover. You might need additional help. My hope is that you'll find my words concretely helpful in improving your life whether you're in recovery or not. This is episode 138, Setting Boundaries with Family, When They Love Hiking and You Hate It. The day before Thanksgiving, I got a message from a private client and I want to read it to you and then I want to unpack it because I think it's about some things that most of us can identify with, which is agreeing to things we don't really want to do, wearing ourselves out, not giving ourselves the rest we need, and getting resentful. This is a common pattern around the holidays and especially among family. So here's what my client said. Quote, I just ended up backing out of a family hike because I hate hiking and I needed alone time. I was able to let them know I just need some alone time and they should go on without me. And it was so freeing, and I am so enjoying soaking up these quiet hours alone. If I hadn't done this, I don't think I would have been very pleasant on the hike or at dinner tonight. But now I'll be rested up and ready to talk all evening. Thank you for teaching me how to do this gracefully. End quote. Now, this is what I would call living your life on purpose. Now, I want to go through this message, maybe not line by line, but I do want to go through everything she said and unpack it and point out how important developing healthy boundaries is to living your life on purpose. She backed out of a family hike first because she hates hiking. It sounds to me like she's probably been going on family hikes her whole life and doesn't enjoy them, but did them anyway. So she was able to now say, this is who I am, someone who does not like hiking. This is what boundaries enable us to do. They help us figure out who we are and then tell other people who that is. So not only did she not have to do the thing she doesn't like doing, she broke a pattern. Her healthy boundaries helped her realize she doesn't have to keep doing things she doesn't like doing with her family. She also said they should go on without me. In other words, you all get to keep doing the thing you like doing, hiking. I'm not going to stop you from doing that. I just don't want to do it. Now, second, she backed out of hiking because she needed alone time. So she not only didn't engage in the thing she didn't want to do, which means she didn't have the detrimental effect 
of going hiking when she didn't want to. She was able to do something she actually does like to do, which is rest. Many people in this modern world do not allow themselves to rest. They don't allow themselves alone time to refuel because it feels like it's selfish, which I will say more about in a moment, but it's not. So it's almost like she got double the fuel in her tank because she didn't get drained from doing the things she didn't want to do. And she got to be alone to refuel. She added to her tank by spending time alone and soaking up those quiet hours alone. So instead of running on an empty tank or possibly even with negative fuel from doing something she didn't want, she ended up with a tank that was full. Now, after that, she went on to say, if I hadn't done this, I don't think I would have been very pleasant on the hike or at dinner tonight. So she knows that she would have been resentful for going on the hike when she didn't want to and for not allowing herself to be alone and rest the way she needed. Being unpleasant or resentful are really good indicators that you need to set a boundary. One of the myths that people have about boundaries is that you have to be an asshole about them. And that's probably because in their experience, every time they've finally set a boundary, they've been an asshole about it. And here's why that is. It's because you've waited until you're so resentful that you can't take it anymore, so you explode. Having healthy boundaries means that we don't allow ourselves to get to the point where we're resentful because we don't wait until we're at the edge of our limit. We notify people way before we get to the edge. This is why we want to think ahead of time about what is important to us, what our values are, because our values are how we determine how, when, and where we're going to set our boundaries. In 12-step recovery, we call that practicing these principles in all our affairs. Your values let you know where and when to set boundaries, so you don't allow yourself to get resentful. The next thing she said was, now I'll be rested up and ready to talk all evening. So she knows that she's going to be able to be fully present with her family. She's not going to be resentful of them because she set a boundary with them. This tackles another myth that people have about boundaries, which is that boundaries put distance between us and other people. They build walls between us and other people. And what she's telling us is that by her setting her own boundary, by not engaging in an activity she dislikes, and by giving herself the alone time to refuel and relax the way she wanted to, she's going to be able to be fully present with her family. She's going to be rested up. She's not going to be drained. She's not going to be annoyed and taking out her annoyance on them And she'll be ready to talk all night long, which is the opposite of selfish. Instead of the boundary putting a distance between her and her family, it's making her more available to them. She ended by saying, thank you for teaching me how to do this gracefully. Now, the reason she's able to do it gracefully is that she and I have been doing private boundaries coaching, and through that process, she's gotten clear on what is important to her, 
what she wants, needs, likes, and feels so that she can express that to others through the direct communication methods I've taught her and take responsibility for getting her own needs met instead of resenting others for not doing so. Clearly, she doesn't like to go hiking. And now she's realized she doesn't need to people please her family and act like she likes it when she doesn't. She gets to tell them, I need alone time. And then she gets to soak up that alone time and refuel herself so that when she gets back together with her family, she can actually be there fully present with them. This kind of thing happens for people on holidays regularly because we think we have to be on all the time when we're with our families. We don't. We get to enjoy the holidays the way we want to. Now, imagine if she had gone for the hike and didn't want to go and was kind of a jerk on the hike, but she also wouldn't have gotten rested up. And then she probably would have been a jerk all evening. And that probably would have carried over into Thanksgiving Day, not to mention the 18-hour drive home with her sister. But instead, she told them who she was, woman who doesn't like hiking, woman who needs alone time. And then she honored that knowing of herself, that she's a person who doesn't like hiking and a person who needs alone time. And because she did that, she knew she was going to be well-rested and able to talk all night long with her family and be able to be fully present with them the next day for the Thanksgiving celebration, as well as the ride home with her sister. Because boundaries help us get closer to people, not farther. Another major benefit she got from this situation was living in her own integrity. When we start forming healthy boundaries, that means we show up for ourselves. We take care of ourselves and stop expecting others to do that for us. When we have healthy boundaries, we know that we can count on ourselves. In other words, we learn to build trust with ourselves. That is, we go from fragmented to whole. When we lack integrity, it's like having a cracked foundation. If you want to hear more about the relationship between wholeness, integrity, and integration, I'll put a link to episode 38 in the show notes, which is specifically about that topic. When we're whole, we don't need things from others the way we do when we're fragmented. We may want things from them, but we don't need them. When we go into relationships with a full tank, like my client did with her family, we can be closer with them because there are no hidden agendas, no hidden identities. So if you want to become closer with the people in your life, learning how to set healthy boundaries is an incredible way to do that. So now, dear listener, I have a challenge for you. I want you to take a moment to think of something you've been doing for a long time. Maybe it's with family, maybe it's with friends, neighbors, something that you don't really like doing. And think about what it would be like for you if instead of doing that thing, you allowed yourself to do something you really do enjoy. So just pause for a moment and think about that. Allow yourself to bask 
in the feeling of what that might be like. Now, let that desire to do the thing you want to do fuel you instead of letting the thing you don't want to do drain you. Go forth and set those boundaries. And remember, if you do it ahead of time, you'll be able to do it gracefully like my client did. I was recently reminded by a friend that when I first started recovery, I didn't feel lovable. I almost can't believe that I used to feel that way and that I kind of forgot something so profound because I truly love myself now. And I want that for everybody. If you don't love yourself, there's literally nothing that can make up for that. I created something exclusively for my private clients since many of them don't love themselves. And I've now opened up my private vault to share it with up to 10 people individually. It's called the Self-Love Sprint. You'll grow to love yourself and truly feel worthy. So you can stop saying yes when you really want to say no. Stop neglecting yourself and putting everyone else first. Stop saying all kinds of nasty shit to yourself. That is not what people who love themselves and feel deserving do. You'll stop being afraid that others will think that you're selfish for taking time to care for yourself. This is also for you if you don't really know who you are because you've always been such a fucking chameleon. Go to higherpowercc.com slash love sprint. Remember, I'm only offering 10 of these, so don't wait. If you like this podcast, and I'm guessing you did or you wouldn't still be listening, then you're gonna love the other things I have to offer. If you'd love pre-release podcast scripts and episodes before anyone else gets them, or if you'd love access to content from my private vault that I developed exclusively for my private clients, which is like having a work session with me without me actually being there, go to patreon.com slash higher power coaching. There are three tiers ranging from as low as $4 up to $24 a month. You'll also love my weekly newsletter, Friday Fragments, which has content very similar to the podcast. You can check it out at fridayfragments.news. That's fridayfragments.news. Please like and subscribe to my podcast on your favorite podcast outlet. I'd also love it if you'd leave a review, which you can do either in the show notes or on Apple Podcasts. It really helps other people find my podcast so they can get the benefits you've gotten from listening. If someone came to mind when you listen to this particular episode, please share it with them. And my favorite place to hang out on social media is Instagram. I'm at Higher Power Coaching. Please DM me there. I'd love to hear what you got from this episode. I run group and private coaching programs on building healthy boundaries. Whether you need help with boundaries in your personal, professional, or romantic life, I can help. Head on over to barbchat.net where you can hop onto my calendar for a free 30-minute Better Boundaries consultation. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change. If that's you, I would love to work with you. My goal with all my work 
is to help you make lasting changes in your life like I've made deep, lasting changes in my life. Remember, it's never too late to recover. No one is beyond hope and healing is possible. Thanks for listening.